everybody and welcome to pod lead em. what is that it's america's next top model podcast spelled backwards wow. my name is hannah jane ginsburg and my teacups all dinged i'm jw crump and i love e-zines and i'm alexander price and you can't be some timey <laughs> we are here to today 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 discuss cycle 16 episode 11 daniela isa haleo or what i had to retitle the girl with the big flat head And if you've got a big flat head, you should become a Leadempod subscriber. Absolutely. By going to anchor.fm slash podleadem, just like Susanna and Hannah. Yes. I love when they rhyme. It makes it easier on me. Easier and breezier. <laughs> Susanna <laughs> and Hannah gave us their mana. <laughs> <laughs> From heaven? I like to think so. Is there another thing that mana is? I grew up in a Southern Baptist environment. <laughs> I only no. think of it in the RPGs. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, uh, yeah. yes. We stana a Hannah and Susanna. <laughs> <laughs> so be like Susanna and go to anchor.fm slash podleadum. I can't wait for the... Can't wait for the email, which is like, it's actually Susanna. (laughs) And speaking of email, we got one that I want to start the episode with. This is one of my favorite things we've ever gotten, but we did not get it in time for a mailbag. So it had to come now. And this is from Sarah with an H, another Sarah with an H. And I believe this is a brand new emailer. Subject captions crunch Mm -hmm. hi all i flippin love your podcast (laughs) i found it about a year and a half ago and i'm just now caught up to current episodes so i'm finally writing in i love someone who waits and like i need to make sure i still like it (laughs) (laughs) first you three are amazing and i may or may not have peed a little bit from laughing so hard at your podcast jw when you were trying to figure out a football analogy i nearly keeled over laughing (laughs) i have also grown fond of some contestants I hadn't previously enjoyed because relating them to Alexander makes them so much more entertaining and likable. And I have a tendency to really relate to Hannah's perspectives on style. I'm even enjoying cycle 16, a cycle I previously found pretty dull. Anyway, I'm writing specifically about your captions crunch segment as a freelance captioner. This segment... I know this segment always delights me as I love how hard you go in on the captioning sometimes. I'd love to get Hannah's suggestions for how to caption music because that is where (laughs) I always get caught up when I'm captioning shows. Upbeat, funky music (laughs) only pertains to so many styles of music. It's just so fun to hear you guys tease the captions and I get particular joy out of it being a captioner myself. Thank you for this podcast. Fun listen for me, and I look forward to hearing your perspectives on upcoming cycles, particularly All-Stars. We're nearing it. Thank you, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, going to think I- of you now when I read them. I'm like, how would I describe that music? I never put myself in those shoes. Uh-huh. I got to hold myself to account on that. I love a seal of approval from someone who really does it, too. Like, <laughs> I, I, I thought about it as I was r- originally reading the email, and that must be such a... I've only had to do it once, of all things, for a, a commercial that was being put uh, by a business I work for on Target. And they said the same thing. They were like, how would you describe the generic music that's under this commercial? And I was like, fun. Super <laughs> specific. But really see, weirdly specific. I think I would just get in trouble for not being able to keep my opinions out of things. Like, <laughs> minorly racially dicey music. <laughs> <laughs> It has three good notes. (laughs) Speaking of um, Dicey, um, previously on, I feel like included a clip that I had not seen in the episode. Mm. Which one? Did we hear this clip from Alexandria saying, it's so not America? Uh, I don't know if we did, but I feel like they're doing it so that we are set up for this episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I was it's always fascinating to me when an edit includes like a, a never before seen clip in a previously on because I'm like that actually wasn't previously on. Well, especially this episode this really felt like um they were like, yeah, we got four jerks left. Let's make them look <laughs> as jerky as possible. I do feel like we got a whole spectrum of what tears can look like on the faces of a young white woman. <laughs> Tears of a white woman. We've got Alexandria with a gulpy cry face. Mm-hmm. We've got Hannah with those big glistening eyes. You've got Brittany who just pouts. And then uh, you've got Molly who um, is just business as usual. <laughs> it's odd to me that Hannah doesn't close her eyes when she cries. <laughs> like they... goes, That's why the tears don't come out. She never blinks. Yeah. The digital art said beautiful narrative very elegant and high fashion princess on her own caravan yeah not in nope on mm-hmm. oh are we online to wait for shoes no 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 <laughs> we are in a line there is no line on the street <laughs> i just really want to um use that take that on for someone who i feel like who i'm trying to respectfully distance myself from (laughs) she's just on her own caravan you know (laughs) i'm just not on that caravan with them (laughs) sorry bless that journey (laughs) i wish they had used what molly says about her photo which is i look like i got a donk (laughs) a donk fantastic of course molly is being a butt and brat immediately (laughs) um hannah seems to not understand how America's next top model works. <laughs> and definitely Human Hannah says, I know I can beat this competition as if she's playing a board game with the other <laughs> girls that she can win cooperatively. Also feels like she got a note from the show that was like, Hannah, can you talk about how different all of you are? Because we've been getting some letters. <laughs> this was the biggest mistake that Hannah has ever made. The, this, I literally wrote, Hannah, stop. Hannah, Hannah, you have to stop talking (laughs) like three times in my notes because it starts bad and gets worse. And at the end, she's just insulted everybody. Well, Alexandria is upset by the very notion that you could define her Mm -hmm. because her summation becomes California surfer girl with some spice. Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. Who wants to change the world someday? Well, it is weird for (laughs) Hedda to have started the description by saying what Alexandria, quote, stands for, which definitely reads like things you believe in, but then saying, like how you stand for being a California surfer girl. And you're like, Spice. (laughs) I I do, like, I think her just, her her translation went a little off. She meant represents. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, then she just says, Brittany, trailer park. She stands for trailer park. Yup. Uh, she says the sentence, I never thought I'd meet a girl from a trailer park. Whoa, 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 diggity, whoa, whoa. Hannah. She also, of Alexandria, before we leave her, says, well, you have, like, your backstory. <gasps> <laughs> Hannah! <laughs> she was like, oh, you know, your abuse storyline? You got that, I guess. <laughs> Flippant about she then just says Molly is scary. Molly's fine with that. Molly's like, yes, I'll take that reputation. I love it. Thank you. And then she says about herself that she's a girl next door. And then Brittany says, ah, home slice. Which, what? <laughs> what and then and Hannah adds on, who will cut you? With her razor fingers. <laughs> she means literally home slice like she's a pizza cutter. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm sorry, y'all. Before we leave this, this was one of the weirdest two minutes in top model history. Oh. <laughs> it, was oh, not, it was not helped by Brittany's new talking head background, which is <gasps> trapped in lamp store. So chaotic. <laughs> they closed the doors before she got out of that crate and barrel. It is a who's afraid of the dark episode. Yeah, she's oh, working yes. at the lamp store. And they're like, Brittany, can you turn all of those off before you leave? <laughs> and then they locked her in. <laughs> and every time 
time she turns the next one off, the last one comes back on. <sighs> All right. Thank goodness we get Miss J, who knocks before entering the apartment like a reasonable human being. And looks very cute in a turban and little gloves and a glittery red four. Because I guess glitter numbers were the secret mm-hmm. signifier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just here to facilitate a tea. That uh, one person doesn't want to be at. And that person is the person that they are hosting. Who the tea is for. <laughs> <laughs> no, we finally get it. Franco Sozzani hates models. I get yeah. it now. <laughs> it only All likes comes photographers. Together. This is the least favorite part of her job. I also, this starts a a habit of the show of all of their meetings now take place on their own rooftop. Or courtyard. So part of me was like, should they just be spying on their courtyard area at all times? Be like, oh, what's coming up next? (laughs) I love how you put your hand up to your ear and I made a binocular. (laughs) At least Alexandria is polite and offers tea. Hmm? Because Brittany and Hannah don't care about this meeting, didn't want to fix their hair before coming to meet the person that might employ them. And Franca, to Hannah, says, I started like you, by chance. (laughs) (laughs) Woof diggity. (laughs) Maybe she knows Hannah fell to this planet by chance, mm-hmm. by a mathematical error. I just love that she's like, yeah, you could all still do this, I, I guess. And contractually and Hannah, obligated. Hannah tries to make a good impression by telling Franca that she wants to destroy magazines. <laughs> Her cutting hands. I thought Britney's story about hoarding the Vogues was cute. But why not just lie and say they were Italian Vogues? Right? I thought the same thing. Just say Vogue. Yeah. You don't even have to say American the, Vogue. Yeah. Just say Vogue. And I was a little surprised by that. So I appreciated that side of Britney of like, oh, I've been educating myself on high fashion, which I didn't know was a part of her storyline. Maybe I just missed it. Also, I like the whole conversation, as silly as the word easing is, that Britney's like, oh, I like, we actually had a, 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 a weirdly nice conversation about accessibility for fashion. And I was like, oh, well, look at this. This is the most we've definitely seen Franca talk, though. And I think that's mostly because we aren't explaining pictures to her that she can see with her eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually talking about themselves this time. Although it sort of felt, it was interesting to not have Andre there this time. Because I wonder if last time he was just, like, there to usher them out as quickly as possible. Well, there was no wall for Andre to get stuck to. Mm -hmm, to I was about to say, he was there. You just didn't look at that doorway. (laughs) He was very far away. Alexandria, ask Franca. Because they're all trying to ask a question except for Molly, who's barely there. Could care less. Less. Um, Alexandria says, what's been your favorite part of what? (laughs) Your, of your life, life, <laughs> and Franca doesn't. She's like, no, no, no. It's Alexandria. She meant of herself. <laughs> What's been your favorite part of interacting with me? Ear, chin, big flat head. <laughs> I love at some point. I think it's Hannah calls them concrete magazines. <laughs> also, Hannah is not here to book this job. She's here to book the next job. She's like, well, I'm already winning because have you met Molly? Have you seen, like, have you had to deal with Alexandria? And have you heard about Brittany? <laughs> so, sorry. Seems like I got this in the bag. <laughs> clap, clap. <laughs> so then we head to a teach. But they don't head there. They stay in the courtyard. Franca is escorted off. <laughs> and the new guest is brought in. This floor tile was not camera ready it was doing something here's a little fun uh if you don't know this listeners there's something called meringue which can happen a very fun uh place to see it is in the movie screen two courtney cox's character go weathers wears a black and white suit where the patterns are too small and the camera makes it look like they're waving (laughs) like because they're just like it's shifting constantly and this tile was doing that and it heart my little eyeballs (laughs) (laughs) my little sensitive eyeballs so of the first time she says it Alexandria says about the tea tray balancing that it was very cultural and you can hear the quotes 
around those <laughs> words. Yes, you can. Also, just say fun or something. Like, if you don't have anything to say about Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. Later, she would like, have even accepted she did exotic. It. I would have even accepted exotic without the ellipses before uh-huh and the heavy quotation <laughs> wouldn't have been great but it would have been less loaded than this like well i can't say weird and i mm. can't say middle like i can't say like hmm. so yeah. i'm gonna say very cultural well, which she is does so it, fun. like she does the tiniest smile like the tiniest little smug smile yeah that's what the pause and the smile afterwards just killed it and also we'll find out later that these contestants could not care less about insulting this country. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so we are introduced to Noor Talby, and Noor is a fascinating person that yes. the show does not investigate. Nope. And it's crazy because they are so, she's so charismatic. Yes. She just lights up the screen. She and Miss J make such a pair. Oh, I love them as a duo. And she's so invested. She's giving them so much. And the fact that the show, like, does not take advantage of that at all is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Because Noor is basically the most famous belly dancer in Morocco and is also transgender and is open about that. Mm-hmm. And obviously Morocco has a very, uh, not spotty, but, like, complicated relationship yeah. with yes. that. And go... There's tons out there about Noor. She is fascinating and is a delight in the way that the show was, like, not wanting to engage with, weirdly. It's like, oh, we have this stunning, charismatic woman in front of us. We should just ignore her, basically, right? She's just a dancer. And she seems so invested in being nice to the contestants. I know. In a way, we just saw Franca, who hated them. (laughs) Everyone, everyone from Morocco is so nice to these people. And I'm like, they do not deserve this. Everyone from Morocco, Uh everyone who is a tourist hates these women. (laughs) Which the way we've been interacting with the contestants almost seems like the correct way to be in some way. (laughs) Again, four jerks as your top finalist. (laughs) But it totally makes sense that we're balancing something on our heads. It does. I didn't mind Hannah going to the place of it's kind of like the classic model book on the head thing, which this show has even done. She she is doing the work of top model. I did mind Molly being like, well, my head is pointy. So fuck all of you. (laughs) Pointy because of the wig that got sewn to your head. Did it pull it up each time? Oh, I wish she still had that weave in her head for this challenge. She could have just put the whole thing in there and then closed it up with the hair and be like, Meh, No, that you. wouldn't have passed fire safety. <laughs> also, another Britney reveal danced for 10 years. Where? What? These magazines and these dance lessons? When it, was this happening? It feels like they really didn't want us to know that she was qualified so they could make her more of an underdog. Yeah, and really that's focus an interesting, on trailer park. That's an interesting theory. And that's been a little bit this whole cycle, right? Because every time the contestant the leaves, they're models. like, well, mm-hmm. I guess now I can't, I have to go back to just being a professional model. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Alexandria doesn't seem to ever drop it in practice. Right. But Brittany drops it every time. They definitely repeat the one clip three or four times that's the best of the Britney spills, but sure. she definitely does spill it a lot. I will give Britney the tiniest credit. Her boots were cute because we kept seeing them because she had to pick things up before, <laughs> but they were, cute. they were cute. I also did enjoy Hannah's little, the first time she dropped it, oh no! <laughs> I'm out! <laughs> <laughs> then we get some timeline shenanigans mm-hmm. because they keep saying tonight but then also change clothes immediately and then they go back inside their own house to practice yeah they're definitely still at their house yeah (laughs) i also do love (laughs) divorce from context oh wow you're stripping and balancing tea (laughs) (laughs) also why timeline shenanigans aside why would they have to get dressed to go there Yes. Why not get dressed 
at there. there. I don't know. But it also looked like the they got dressed in a particular cultural costume to arrive at their destination and then changed into a different one yes. for the actual performance. Oh, really? Yes. That's what it looked like to me. I'm telling you, there's something weird. Like we got, we cut something out. Interesting. I love that Noor is seemingly practicing poses as they come in. It uh-huh. is so endearing that they're like, maybe this is my pose for when they come in. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's because I think Noor hates her new outfit that she is in. So she is trying to make it look the best that it can. Miss mm-hmm. J describes this venue as the comptoir. The place that locals and even tourists fill nightly. <laughs> Interesting thing about Comptoir Darna, they have uh, every night they do this show, but also they have what is called Souktronic, and it is DJ nights of electro music in Marrakesh. Love. Very cultural. <laughs> because this season is this season we gotta have more fire i'm sorry this is too dangerous for these models who do not they're not dangerous for them so much as the patrons patrons. so (laughs) i did not grow up celebrating christmas canonically jewish according to this podcast but also we didn't do it culturally at all i married into a family that goes hard on all things christmas which includes saint lucy's day which involves a child putting what is usually, in today's world, a wreath with some electric candles on her head and passing out cookies. And the first time I went to my in-laws for Christmas, they couldn't find it. So they decided to take little seven-year-old Elizabeth and put actual lit candles on top of her head so they could properly celebrate St. Lucy's Day. And there are pictures of the small child head ablaze while her uncle is like following behind with the water pitcher just in case the worst happens. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? I was hoping so <laughs> That's bad that you were going to Christmas, that baby. <laughs> oh. So yeah, they're going to have to walk downstairs with lit candles and a tea set the stairs seem like such a challenge. Why? And then why do you have to weave in and out through the patrons? In between professionals who do this. And the wild energy from Alexandria's like on-the-spot confessional where she goes, and please, I was made to do this. What? Do you, do you, do you literally just mean your flat head? Your flat, flat yes. head? Yes. And her ability to drop it low? Well... They also get head wraps this time that seem to help, but I feel like you should have given them those to To practice practice with. with. I do love this. I love this from start to finish. Even as she's walking down those first couple steps, you can see her eyes rolling all the way back in her head like she's trying to see the tray on top of her own head. She makes it down like four steps, trips on her skirt, Drops the entire tray, says, fuck all of you. Does not pick anything up. Literally says, fuck, fuck, fuck aloud. Yes, that is important because it is not brought up later. Uh Uh-huh. I love that she was like, Miss J said we could be cute if something fell and pick it up. But I'm like, fuck that. I'm not picking (laughs) shit up. Great. this, This is the super exaggerated Molly that I adore. That's like, for who? Who am I picking that up for? I've lost... (laughs) <laughs> but I'm supposed to pretend now. And that big breath from Molly at the end when she gets up and goes, huh. <laughs> there is an older woman who gets her own camera as the models descend. <laughs> Was she? Did she stage that? Yes. I, I wish they had looked right at the camera and winked. And just went, huh? <laughs> uh, Brittany suspiciously doesn't drop it this time maybe that turban really did the work Mm. yeah how did she learn this though this seems like night and day this seems like perhaps she was dropping it on purpose you know what i don't hate the games play yeah yeah but she's great very natural as far as natural as anyone who just learned this can be probably Mm -hmm. on the other end of that spectrum 
This is where I realized that there is no dancing on Hannah's planet. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just the wave. <laughs> Just wiggly tentacle arms. <laughs> I was more worried during Hannah's of her slapping someone <laughs> instead of the candles. <laughs> then Alexandria, gonna Alexandria, mm-hmm. and ups her own difficulty. Why? By dropping it low. Ugh. So she's doing dips and flips and spins. <laughs> you know what? I would have given it to Alex. If she had gone down very, like, as everyone else did, and did this, like, elevator down and up one time. One time. Mm-hmm. It would have gotten a cheer, and then she could have ascended the stairs and won, probably. Gracefully exhumed. But yeah. she can't. She can- she gets so high on her own supply and Seriously. the collapse of the audience that she's like, oh, you liked it? What if I do it five more times? Inevitably drops everything. Molly literally does the Nelson ha-ha from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Alexandria describes her own performance as, I did have a little trip. Most of all, I was really memorable and I smiled through the whole thing. It's gotten more wild. Full delusion. Also, Alexandria just had to have patrons help her. Like, other people were putting stuff on the tree. Like, she tries to sell it like, a man helped me, and now we bonded. And he'll remember it forever. He proposed to me right after. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to say, no, I cannot. My boyfriend, (laughs) he is MMA. (laughs) (laughs) But Molly might marry him. No, that's what she gives that person Monique's phone number. It's like, my greatest revenge. <laughs> so funny. In the, in the breakdown of their performances, yes, Miss J tells Molly that her face was really the problem. <laughs> Not that she screamed fuck over and over and over. I think at this point they're just so used to it. <laughs> like, honestly. And also... I loved our Cycle 13 shout out. CPF. Is this the furthest CPF flashback we've had? <laughs> I was like, we're looking at Jennifer? Where are we? <laughs> I just, there was something actually fascinating about seeing, and I know it has happened before, but sometimes the petite cycle feels like in the world of top model, it did not happen. Forgotten mm-hmm. cycle. Especially yeah. in high fashion cycle. We mm-hmm. can't see you all the way down there. <laughs> We're so high, fashion. <laughs> and then we are told that Alexandria is runner-up. This was for weird. Zero reason. My assumption. This was the one oh super weird. Mm. Because she literally gets pulled aside by Miss J. And my assumption is Britney's announced the winner, kind of unsurprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets to pick a friend. Was this because they were really, really pushing? To have Alex be the friend selected for some reason? It's to be like, she's the feels second. like it. Yeah. But Brittany said, no, I have apologized to Alexandria one time too many. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick the least challenger in this one-on-one time with Miss J. I'm just going to make myself look even better. Mm-hmm. And so she picks Hannah, who canonically cannot walk. And we just saw her can't couldn't walk with a tray on her head or not. Mm -hmm. And then Molly begins manifesting her storyline for the rest of the episode and says, and so it was fucking tea on my head. So what? I'm better at taking pictures than everyone else. And that's all that matters. Literally says the challenges don't mean anything. Says it. Molly is a truth teller. Molly is still going to be a brat. (laughs) Girls, put your purses down. <laughs> so we arrive, I think, the Marjorelle Gardens, which is a huge tourist attraction and was rediscovered by Yves Saint Laurent. And they mm. basically put it back into w- the status of it currently. Mm. Ah. And Miss J seems to spill some tea regarding the final runway. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That almost seemed like the real benefit of this. Yeah. That they are getting specific tips about walking in an intimate setting. Because maybe the final runway is going to have, like, different rooms you're going to go in and out of. A specific kind of turn. Lots and lots of specifics. And maybe, maybe they do this every time that Miss J gives tips. But this felt very strange that we saw 
than mm-hmm. very that. strange but i also kind of loved it because like what it's a, a real valuable prize. prize yes really ups the stake mm-hmm. and then we get into a section of the episode that is embarrassing for the show yep. well hannah totally unprompted points out a restaurant no one told her that they needed to go to this restaurant no. that just happens to have goat's heads and brains and eyes. And Hannah's the only one that's fine in this. Yes, correct. Yes. Alexandria gave me secondhand embarrassment. This squeal. But it was one of those like, ah, just like so long, so... So performative. The, it was the monkey scream, except this time she did not have the right. Yeah, it was unearned. You know what it actually reminded me of? When Cockroach Runway was put on Gina. Uh-huh. And she was just... <laughs> Once again, earned. <laughs> yeah. You can scream when a woman puts a cockroach on you. That's fine. Yeah. So they sit down at this stall where they're serving sheep brain. Mm-hmm. And look, does boiled anything ever sound great? No. At least this is authentic. They Mm -hmm. do boil it this way with a lot of spices. So it still looks like it's uncooked, but it is. It's totally cooked. But nothing boiled ever tastes great. But Mm. sweetbreads are delicious. delicious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the way that we performatively eat and spit out this food. Well, look, if y'all wanted to do a shot together, find a bar and do a shot. Because mm-hmm. that's what this felt like it wanted to be from them. It's like, we're the final four. Yeah. Gulp or whatever. But instead it begins, <sighs> Brittany's, now my life is ruined because I put something in my mouth that immediately came out of my mouth. Uh-huh. But nowhere near the rest my of digestive my digestive tract. Uh-huh. This was so odd to clearly show that Brittany didn't eat this. And yet it's going to cause stomach issues. What causes stomach She doesn't eat it very clearly. And then the problem is she refuses all other food. And that's why she feels nauseous. Because she yeah. hasn't eaten anything. It also feels like you can lose your appetite. And that is a thing. Yeah. Sure. But don't say, well, now I'm totally fucked because I ate something that you didn't eat. Well, and implying that things were unclean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not the look. I just, I don't, I never, I can, it's hard for me to sympathize with folks who are like this because I will try any food given to me because I'm like, someone's eating it. It must be. You're literally watching someone else eat it right now. (laughs) Also, there are dipping sauces in my research. So it was, it's fine. Brains might not be your thing. I get it. Boiled things. I totally get it. That's never my look. My truth. But don't eat it. If you're so grossed out, mm-hmm. it's better to not eat it than to spit something out. Palm it in a napkin. Yeah. Or just take a smaller bite and be like, jumpy. Yum. Uh-huh. I, really... <laughs> <laughs> I got really <laughs> sad because I read the Tai Tai Baby. I guess it's not Tai Tai Baby. Is it still Tai Tai Baby? Oh, it is. It is. Oh, great. I read the Thai Thai baby mail as the sweet smell of Choquette. And I was like, oh, I got, I got sad when it wasn't that. Success. Yep. Sorry. I just <laughs> Did y'all watch the critic at all? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So the Thai Thai baby photo, she's got those red gloves on. And it made me think of that episode where someone gets married and they're like, will you be wearing virgin white? And she's like, yes, except for the hands. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! Which is a joke I didn't get till I was an adult. <laughs> that show contains one of my favorite individual jokes like that, where it's in the second season where he's dating that Southern woman with her <laughs> daughter, and he's going somewhere, and the the, the daughter writes uh, has a piece of paper and gives him, and she says, "I wrote you a letter," and he opens it. It's just the letter A, and she's like, "You can read it on the bus." <laughs> I don't know why, but that, you can read it on the bus. You always catch me off guard. <laughs> Molly keeps mollying. And doesn't seem to like anyone. Or anything. Or anything. (laughs) Doesn't seem to eat dinner with everyone else. And then the next morning seems to be eating breakfast by herself. Which, honestly, with this group at this point. Just to pile on Brittany a little bit more. She keeps being like, I'm just waiting for myself to throw up. And I'm like, if you really think it'll help, then just do it. We've all been hungover. 
But it, that's why it's so performative. Mm -hmm. Because if you really felt this sick, sitting there poking food is nope. not making you feel better. Nope. I love also the juxtaposition with Hannah's new personality trait, which is obsession with shopping. <laughs> Just like, I hope Just we can go back, on. go back to the marketplace to shop. <laughs> like, well, to be fair, she's been told the reason you come to Morocco is to shop. That's true. <laughs> well, maybe she's just trying to connect with Mr. J because when we get to the Medina <gasps> for this photo shoot... Mr. J is crazy for necklaces. Yes. <laughs> Too many necklaces. Some of them look nice. Just the amount, though. I know, it was insane. <laughs> Who do we think is trapped in the main one? Oh. Who do we think is trapped? A gin. Mm. <laughs> and show kid. <laughs> oh, it rubs the necklace. Hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> No one will ever rescue her because they can't hear her. <laughs> there was also a watch and a ring and bracelet. There, this is I love an accessory. This is too much accessory. I did like his makeup though. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah, me too. Yeah. So, turns out that all of the Marrakesh photo shoots uh -oh. are apparently part of a story. Nay, a journey that the we're going to be continuing the story. <laughs> So they're being shot in a market wearing Issa London clothes mm -hmm. by photographer Friedman House. Let me tell you, I tried, I typed in Friedman House Wikipedia because I was like, I'll get the basics. Mm -hmm. The first thing that comes up when you search that is Cycle 16 of America's Next Top Model because he does not have a, there is nothing on this person. No the most I found about this person was he did indeed shoot Tyra Banks. And hate me or not, the photos of Tyra Banks shot by Friedman House are bad modeling photos. <laughs> but also, does this person exist? He's a cypher. Someone's character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it fully feels like a name change moment. Because or it, it maybe it's a maybe it's a hint, hint. It's Friedman House. It's House of Friedman. Many people can be Friedman House. Oh, it's an uh, art collective. Love that. Mm. It's like the equivalent of like Warhol in the factory. Yes. <laughs> but Molly turns into a real dame mm -hmm. because she says Friedman House is the man of big shot. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to make a star. <laughs> Maybe it's because her adoptive parents on the older side, and that's the slang she hears at home. I like that theory. Mm -hmm. Her talking head background is a stairwell. It is just a stairwell. And pardon me, dear listeners, but they transition to wardrobe with what I'm going to say is Moroccan air horn. <laughs> because there's literally... The music they've been playing mixed Send with... Send it to the captions, Cruncher! <laughs> airports, and I truly don't mean that to be offensive, but it's definitely the... But mixed but with But then the with, like, a, the music we hear. With... On, yeah. like, that scale. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Such a strong choice for just stairwalking. So Hannah's story is that her lover is also her tour guide... But yet, she has to open her own doors. You can do better. <laughs> this interaction between Mr. J and Hannah is one of my favorite. The journey has to come alive for you, Hannah. Cool. <sighs> Way to give it your all, Hannah. <laughs> he says Hannah looks glazed in the eye. I think she just can't carry off this eye makeup. I agree. Yeah. I, he also calls her Airy Fairy, which is maybe the bad version of ethereal blonde yes oh yeah the photo shoots are not created equal because of course they aren't so while hannah gets to walk and open doors molly just gets to stand in horse cart just stand and pose literally now one thing that's interesting is there's a giant crowd of people watching them well this yes. felt very amazing race Yes. Oh, it did, does have that Wouldn't, energy. I would love it if the crowd got to pick their favorite and they were safe. Oh, my. Oh, that'd be I, so cool, actually. I would love it if we literally saw Amazing Race run 
Right. Is this a pit stop? <laughs> She's wearing red and yellow. And you know what's just so useful after your photo shoot's done? The advice that Mr. J gives Hannah. Go back to what you know. Next week? Cool. But also, like, as we'll see later, Hannah also, like, got in and out of cars. That's what I mean. Like, there... <laughs> She has to do all sorts of stuff. And then we mm-hmm. next jump to Molly and she's like, well, the judges uh, have picked photos where I'm profile, so I won't do that. I'm like, so <laughs> your challenge is to stand and face forward, not have to climb out of cars and mm-hmm. push doors open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Molly keeps mentioning top two. And I'm like, oh, they're so used to a four to two situation that yeah. it's just the assumption now, which is fascinating from a show perspective. Alexandria says something that I reround three times <laughs> because I, even with captions crunching their best, I could not understand it at first. And it was almost my opening quote. But again, I was worried the listeners wouldn't understand it <laughs> because she says, I'm letting go of every rain that I have. Oh. I know. Isn't that fascinating? I was like, rain. Oh, letting go of the... Okay. Right. (laughs) But you would never say every rain, as though you had more than one, which you only ever hold on to one set of reins. (laughs) Alexandria is just four or five different sled dog carts. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's on horseback. She's doing the Iditarod. (laughs) (laughs) She's in Roman chariot race (laughs) her sad over it face while talking to mr j while wearing the weirdest combination of fez and cape (laughs) that fez that they styled to look like a fascinator but she does find a way to blame our mysterious photographer when she says when friedman told me to relax my face i lost the fun i can't have fun with a relaxed face (laughs) And I'm sorry, she also does well. It's so wild that photo shoot wise, he even says, wow, you're a really good mover. And I'm like, yeah, guys, that's just what Alex's face looks like. Yeah, (laughs) that is just her face. That is just her face. This also is, she does well with having literally nothing to interact with. She has no, she's in the middle of a street. Mm hmm. Not an object to be found or touched. And then Brittany gets a bang refresh. I love, too, that whoever whoever does it says something along the lines of, my idea is to cut your hair. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, it's probably about that time, yes. Brittany's concept is she manifested her arrival. <laughs> well, I'm here. <laughs> I'm sorry. The rain is an asset. Mm-hmm. This is not a problem. Now, I mean, it's an asset for the the inspiration in the final photo. I would it would suck to be the one that had to do it in the rain. Sure, it doesn't look heavy rain. Yeah, but I'll give her I'll give her credit for not looking phased by elements. Yeah, easily gets in my opinion the best outfit. Yes, <laughs> like it's like oh, in the winter, the winter outfit for the winter. <laughs> when they get back to the house, Brittany says. I'm hoping I can just not work because she'll need, quote, two months to loaf around after this experience. And I'm like, Brittany is like, I better win. (laughs) (laughs) This, you know what? Uh, Molly got up for skull mail for the first time ever. She's only excited because she knows she's not going home. (laughs) Also, I think, I think the hairstylist fucked up Brittany's bangs because they start looking not very good. She also starts doing stuff to him in a way that we hadn't seen her do before. Yeah. And new Hannah thing. Everything is insane. This, it's insane. Brittany, it's insane. Skullmail, insane. Y'all, I think we realized why we weren't seeing a ton of Hannah beforehand. <laughs> I also feel like they stitched together. Every single bad thing Molly has ever said about Alexandria. Oh, yeah. yeah. There is a talking head that the voice cadence and the audio styling changes every couple of words. It is fascinating. You know what is doing the most? These gorgeous pillowcases they all got. (laughs) Fancy. Excuse us. (laughs) 
this backstage video is telling a story <laughs> that they did not think it was going to be told. These, this, okay. There has been a storyline for all the pre-panel stuff that is truly fascinating if you put them all together. Yes, because Andre gifts Tyra a dress mm-hmm. that she clearly hates. Hates. Mm-hmm. And refuses to bring near and, her body. Uh-huh. And I think What that, is this? Uh, How does it go on? It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> And I think that Andre meant for her to put it on four panels. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> he knows she changes. And the cut from her holding it up to her in her OG outfit is really funny. Does Tyra have a go-see later? <laughs> well, this dress is not good. And it is from a very specific era of cachet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which was where I bought a prom dress when I wanted to feel like a woman, an adult woman. (laughs) This might be the ugliest thing Tyra has worn. Because it's not that the choice is a fail. It's that it is just ugly. Yep. Yeah, like... Generically ugly. And this... And and Andre was like, should have worn that sheer black dress about (laughs) you. Yeah, because it's a lot of fun to revisit Top Model with two of your good friends and make fun of all the bold choices that Tyra makes. But this one is the first one. And I write this note. This is the one that's just pure ugly. <laughs> like, it's just ugly. It's not It's not like, like some things we've disagreed on because, you know, fashion is very subjective. Sure. This is the only objectively ugly thing. <laughs> like it's so I feel quietly ugly too. It yeah, just dis- is I ugly. Mean, we're putting time into it, but I can't tell you like specific discussable things. This isn't fringed shoulders, you know no. what I mean? It's just because ugly again dress. Because again, that's a bold enough choice that I'd be like, oh, you were trying for a thing here. Mm-hmm. There was a moment you were trying you were trying to put a a bonnet on your head, Alexandria. <laughs> I get it. But I think Andre threw Tyra because then Tyra can barely speak. What is happening? <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't feel the sentence a prominent featureship within Vogue ID? <laughs> Her clothes are the ones you wore on your photo shoot. I guess she also is trying to make it up to Andre because she calls him the most influential person in the fashion industry. Ever. Sexified. In an episode where Franca is prominent as well. <laughs> also, the angle on the camera was weird when she was introducing the guest judge. It looks like she fully smacks her in the face. <laughs> And I just gotta say, once again, I brought it up earlier. This woman is so nice and so uncomfortable with how mean panel gets. Yo, yeah. She was not here for this. Just a full delight from start to finish and very specifically gives compliments that are related to, you made my clothes look good and that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. At some point she literally, I'm going to skip to this now. At some point she literally, for Hannah goes, I think Hannah did very well. Congratulations. rewarding Hannah. (laughs) So Alexandria is first. I was also not sure about Alexandria's ensemble. Why? (laughs) That's so unlike you and Alexandria's fashion choices. This this ribbed tie-dye tank top (laughs) paired with like your dress black pants. It's almost there. It is. It's almost there. If this had not been tie-dyed. Or if it had been like a wide leg jean even. Yes. And she'd been going for, like, a 70s thing. It, I don't mm. think she knows how to put her stuff together. Y'all, I'm going to say it. I like this picture. I do, too. I also kind of get her storyline. Sure. There is something very strange about this photo. Because it looks like she has no legs. Which they do kind of say, technically, that, like, her body position. But here's the thing. I think this shows off a lot of elements of the clothing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I do her whole thing of, like, I felt like I was a spy. Like, I felt like I was, like, sneaking around and disguised. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. And I think Tyra saying this looks Condé Nast Traveler is ridiculous. No, I don't think that. I think it's a little... As though Tyra had a Raven Simone, that's so Raven moment where she forwarded into the current day 
and saw Haley, uh, Kaylee Cuoco in The Flight Attendant. And this flight attendant is being haunted by a murder. Mm-hmm. They, they literally only said that because of the fascinator of That's course the only reason of course yeah I mean, I just... it's not like my favorite but i think it's pretty good it's definitely not the worst one it is not yes, the worst one not the worst at all i'm not saying it's bad I, I i can't imagine there weren't better photos that gave the same energy maybe if that makes sense but then later which is like th- something would have taken it to conde nast vogue i'm like yes conde nast vogue <laughs> <laughs> my favorite of all the vogues <laughs> Can't wait to up my subscription. I'm sure Brittany has a bunch under her mattress. Also, it's a shade to come for Condé Nast Traveler, which is a luxury and lifestyle travel magazine with a focus on literary journalism. Yeah, Condé Nast is, Traveler's like a pretty well-respected magazine. Yeah, so all it's things, very all things rude. Brittany is next. I'm going to say right now, this is the worst photo this week uh-huh. for me. Yes. Also at panel, she looks like a flight attendant. What I can see of her face, I like. It's fine. She, the body is doing absolutely nothing. And you can't see the best outfit. She got the best one, and you can't see it at all. What is going on with her fingertip? Ooh. Yeah, is this something? What I is was, that? I was afraid that <laughs> I... Did get frostbite? I was afraid that I was missing something that was specific to Morocco that they were trying to do with the fingers maybe they are maybe i'm also very insensitive and if so i apologize maybe i'm insensitive but it we aren't it's not called out at all and no one else has them Mm. what's also just kind of because they're placed on a very similarly colored wood wall it's like her hands are becoming part of the wall and i i don't usually mind a half face as much as the two of you do and i think her face and is kind of piercing through this it's her body positioning that just is off like she needs to be twisted slightly more one way or the other it almost looks like she was lying down and they turned the photo from horizontal to vertical it also could be she's a ghost phasing through this door oh yes (gasps) also i don't know if it's some trick that's going on but the the way that the scarf is covering her face is almost as though they put double-sided tape because I don't understand how it is holding the shape and not falling down. Yeah, I don't disagree like that. with that. Mm. I do. I like what I can see of her face. I think the expression is evocative. Person in rain but... slicker behind didn't need to get blurred out a little bit. And it is strange to not see at all her other arm. Yes. Yeah, for me, it's very clearly the worst photo this week. I agree. Oh, by the way, I looked it up real quick. Um, There is some tradition of doing uh, this kind of henna dip on the fingertips. Well, that would be great to learn. To learn. Mm -hmm. To highlight. Because otherwise, the way that the photo is set up, it doesn't look... And I think because we can only see one hand. Yes. it, It just is like... It looks like a mistake in the context of the photo. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah is next. She doesn't not look like a robot that got turned off halfway stepping out of a car. To me, it looks like she started to get out and the dress ripped and she's like, oh no, how do I, how do I position myself for people not to see my butt? (laughs) I don't know. I don't hate it. I think the dress looks really good. I agree. Does make the dress look good for sure. And I think um, the guest judge says as much. And she is carrying off some seriously hard to carry off hair. I would agree with that. I also think it's not fair that she is having to get out of a taxi. I also think in panel, it's the best Hannah's ever looked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This flower dress, the way she did her hair, it's really good. They make this odd comment that her face is neither angular nor round. And I'm like, that is impossible. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to finish the finishing with that really, really makes it top model geometry. Which is your face is neither angular nor round, which makes it fall flat. Two-dimensional. Imagine if Jacqueline had been in the room to hear that faces (laughs) could do that. (laughs) But yeah, I don't think this is a terrible photo. There's also something, and I think it's the color of the taxi, that feels very like late 60s, early 70s about this photo. I agree. Hers feels almost like a spy movie moment or something Mm -hmm. to me. It looks more like... Somebody was taking pictures on a film set. A still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hannah's is not my least favorite. No, it's not my least favorite. Molly is next. 
I think this is my best photo, but I still think it's pretty contrived, this pose. It does feel very, it feels just very model-y. And it's so funny because we've heard them call out hand on the hip as modeling 101 so many times. And now here it becomes, oh my God, finally, we got a high fashion moment in a way that feels kind of difficult to buy. Now I'll say this of this photo. I think the cropping, especially for the right hand, is weird. But beyond that, yeah, I think the dress, the jewelry, the e- even these earrings, all are being sold in this photo. Yes. So I think as a clothing ad, it's very successful. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. The earrings, yeah. This hairstyle looks amazing on her also. And sh- the makeup, like the fingertips yes. on this, the mm-hmm. lip and shit, like the... Well, and she get, it's, it's interesting with someone whose features are so small that she can really carry off this heavy makeup yeah that's a good point actually i need i think it's andre who says it oriental express is not what is referred to it's the orient express mm-hmm. and we needed a second very well-known that, property right I, I, it irks me so much every time <laughs> We we missed uh, all the scarf taking off in panel two because they tell uh, Brittany to take off her scarf. And then as Molly's coming up, she's like, do you not like my scarf either? <laughs> <laughs> Toss it extravagantly. Yeah. And then Tyra gives a little speech to Molly that I was too tired to transcribe. Yeah. yeah. Private panel. A young fee must go home. Take the camel out of here. Stop it. This is where private panel starts, everyone. This is the energy that we start private panel with. And poor Daniela is just stranded by herself, thinking that everyone did a pretty good job. All of her clothes look good. And I feel like, especially from Nigel, the judges get hostile towards this attitude to the point where Nigel is like, well, fuck your clothes. Yes. Yeah, for real. Tyra calls Molly a tough-faced girl. <laughs> Nigel says you're looking for girls to jump outside the box. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> also, were we on a strict time limit? Because this is such a quick panel, a quicker private panel. Mm-hmm. Like, Tyra had somewhere to be. Apparently. A ghosty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ghosty. <laughs> oh, the one thing though that once again proves Alexander is correct. Tyra says uh, how often she gets told she looks better in person than in photographs, which really makes her angry because no model ever wants to hear that. I would say perhaps if you were a better photo model. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> People wouldn't say that. Who's telling Tyra this? Alexander. <laughs> wow, you look better in person. <laughs> Could you imagine? I just get tons of burner Instagram accounts and I'm constantly being like, oh, he just looks so much better in person, Tyra. And you know uh-huh. she reads those. I know. I just want to say, before you do the call out order, I am not over how much better Molly's hair looks. Well, I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> remember when? <laughs> <laughs> well, call out order. Molly is first. Fair. I think that's yes. fair. Yeah. Then Brittany. Nope. How? Hard no. Because you've already told her what the final runway is? Maybe the challenge really does matter. <laughs> Honestly, Alexandria would have been my second. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Because I think Britney should go home in the episode. If it was based solely on the photo, I mean... And then we get the most awkward arm link in the history of arm links. <laughs> and a speech that I this... was almost too tired to transcribe. And then it got so insane. You had to go back and do it. That I had to go back. I'm sorry. Got so insane? <laughs> it it I thought it was going to be an insane opening sentence. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, and so I wrote it down. And then I was like, I'm going to take a break. And then I was like, nope, I have to go back and write down the whole thing. Before you get into that, yeah. there was a captions crunch where Tyra says, you're selling the clothes. And the captions crunched it as, selly the clothes. S-E-L-L-I, <laughs> selly the clothes. Oh, selly the clothes. That's what I named the pile on my floor. <laughs> Blonde girls tend to get a bad rap. No. A lot of people especially in the fashion industry, say, oh, blondes, blondes, they're all the same, they're all the same. 
but I disagree. And I think you, Alexandria, and you, Hannah, both have very interesting and unique looks and personalities. There are other things that make you all different from each other as well. (laughs) What? (laughs) I guess blondes don't have more fun when one of them has to go home. (laughs) You look different from each other, sort of. And you're not exactly the same person. But that's not the only thing that makes you different from each other. And then we have a false equivalency because what else is she going to say? So Alexandria has too much control. Oh, those handlebars. Well, now they're handlebars of control. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fierceness. Oh, yeah. So handlebars of control, bad. Handlebars of fierceness, good. So just (laughs) Alexandria, you got to let go of those reins. Then grab the handlebars. Let go of those handlebars. Take back the reins. (laughs) (laughs) When you're driving, go (laughs) hands-free. You got to put your hands at 10 and 2 of fierceness. (laughs) Actually, it's 9 and 3. Put your hand out the window. Signal where you're going. But you shouldn't know where you're going. (laughs) Don't take your hand off. (laughs) Merge into oncoming fashion. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah, you have the exact opposite. No control. Since when? when? And then just something... Like, do I need to start saying this to myself when I really need to, like, be aware of my surroundings? And then Hannah's face doesn't know what it's doing either. (laughs) (laughs) Molly is right there. Legit question for you, Hannah, since we won't, I don't know if we'll ever get to talk about it again. Uh Is it weird to watch a TV show like this and hear your name so often? Because I don't hear my name often on television, so it's not like this weird thing that I like react to. But every time they say Hannah, are you like, who? With us saying it? Yes, I definitely have a harder time with you saying it. But I also generally have a harder time reading it than hearing it in a voice that I'm unfamiliar with. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. There's something. Oh, uh, Hannah stays. There's something. <laughs> there's something about this elimination. And I want to see if y'all agree that feels like such an afterthought. Yes. There's something yes. about the fact that Alexandria was the biggest talked about contestant and will be our all star representative and yet feels so. Okay. We're, you're done. It feels like she made an active effort. To stop doing the things on set that they called her out for. Yes. Mm-hmm, 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 but mm-hmm. that they never let that go. Yeah, there was just like no coming back from it, especially with Nigel on panel. Yes. And Nigel filming or taking shots of her multiple times. Yeah. I Oh, and, and Mr. J. Just every time a photographer came in, as soon as Alexandria got on set, it felt like he was like, so here's what you should know before we start shooting. She's terrible. I yeah. hate her. She's a problem, and she's going to cause you problems. Mm-hmm. Have fun. I did like that they finally acknowledged Hannah's body of work when they kept her. Yeah. Yeah, for real. But Hannah, she can't be sometimey. So, so, so odd. She's had two first call-outs. And had never been in the bottom two before. Yeah. She was arguably the best competitor until now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna, I didn't do much of an update on Alexandria for obvious reasons. I'm yeah. literally gonna have to do a, a an actual deep Were dive on her. Were you like, whoa? <laughs> no? <laughs> exactly. Um, she's gonna go, go, go again. <laughs> um, Alexandria Everett. Great name. Oh, good mm-hmm. name. I, I'll, I'll just one tiny Sounds little... Sounds like a dynasty name. Ooh, Ooh yes. Yeah. One tiny little uh, top model math thing is that uh, call-out order average-wise, Kasha and Alex should have been switcherooed. Uh, which is interesting to me because for some reason, Alexandria actually didn't have that great of a call-out order average. No, she um, was in the bottom multiple times. Yep. Yeah, which is totally true. It's just funny to me because I actually kind of forgot that she wasn't third. There's something about that third yes, place I spot that's usually too. iconically, it's the Renee spot, it's the mm. Jade spot, it's the villain spot. Yeah. When you talk about this elimination feeling like an afterthought, there's a part of me that just wants them to be like, you've been on the bottom the most times and we only have four people left. Yeah. But I wish they just said that. Exactly. Yeah, because her picture just wasn't not, not the worst this week. And so no. it feel and she did, even though she overdid it, she did pretty good at the challenge. It just felt like I was like, it felt like there was no reason to get rid of her. No, it was just Alexandria's time to go, seemingly. 
I find it so fascinating that Molly gets a free pass for not trying on any of the challenges when I feel like in cycles past, it would have been a problem. And and also like she, I mean, for all the criticisms that we had about Alexandria on set, Molly's literally, the panel has been told that Molly's a brat. Mm -hmm. To clients. Yeah. She literally lost a challenge because of her bratty attitude and her stank face on the side. (laughs) And we'll see it again in the very near future. But the equivocating that happens to excuse certain contestants' behavior, Mm. it's just... (laughs) top model contortionism i don't know it it is some mental gymnastics that with the top four we have i don't understand why they're so committed to performing but if you're committed to our podcast you should rate review and subscribe to this podcast (laughs) yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you could do it on spotify you Mm -hmm. can do it on apple podcast you can just yell it out your window podletum is five stars good and well hear it you can send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com or check out our P.O. Box address or look, take a look at our cute pictures of ourselves oh at podleadum.com. Oh you can find me anywhere. And I mean everywhere. Anywhere. Oh, sorry. <laughs> all the time. Every time. All at once. At Yet Charming. I'm mostly on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I've been making mischief over on TikTok at JW Crump OK. <laughs> and be sure to use the hashtag pod lead them anytime you do. Because that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. It's iced tea season, baby. Oh, yeah. Glug, glug. So for pod lead them, <laughs> I have been Alexander Price. <laughs> I'll be head of Jane Ginsburg. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and I'm J.W. Crump. <laughs> and Alexander and I will see you on top. I'm not sure where J.W. is going to be. <laughs> on the bottom. Oh, wow. <laughs> Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 